Welcome to Business Talk, Sister Gok. I'm Becca, and today's podcast episode title is How Much Is a Business Worth? And with me today, I have somebody with a wealth of experience, uh, Bob Palmquist. He is actually uh, working with Northspan, and if you're not familiar with them, he's going to tell us a little bit about that. So thank you so much for being with me today. Thanks, Rebecca. Yeah. Uh, glad, glad to be here. Oh, I'm so excited for this. So my first question for you is, can you tell me what, what you do? Sure. I'm uh, actually, I work in the area of business development uh, with the Northspan Group, and we're, uh, we're a consulting organization that provides uh, business and community development um, support. Uh, my area is business development, so I work with businesses in helping develop uh, financing for their, for their needs using public and private funding sources. And uh, we also do offer up uh, business valuations and facilitation of succession planning for businesses, mm-hmm. uh, for business owners that are looking at transitioning their businesses to uh, another, um, another level or ownership. Yeah. Oh, I'm so excited about that because a lot of times people think, oh, this is what my business is worth, or maybe they don't even know. So that would be one of my first questions as we get into like um, the why person part of this. So why do you do what you do, first of all? Well, uh, several years ago, um, we identified... um, uh, you know, a service that wasn't available and outst- uh, it was pretty rare to see in outstate Minnesota was uh, business valuation services. Uh, something that if you went to a money center like the Twin Cities or Milwaukee, Chicago, mm-hmm. uh, there, there's a lot of business appraisers uh, and organizations that do business valuations. Outstate Minnesota or rural northwest Wisconsin, mm-hmm. not much. Okay. I've run into only one other person that does them. Okay. And so um, we, we also knew that the demographics of the business owners in our marketplace were, uh, were um, pretty much a lot um, baby boomer business owners that were getting close to retirement. And there mm-hmm. wasn't a lot of support, and they haven't done a lot of planning in uh, preparing themselves for selling their business. Yeah. I think that's a huge issue that's going to be just trickling through the entire United States pretty soon here. It is. It's it's uh, it's nationwide. It's not uh, it's not an issue with uh, right. our region. It's mm-hmm. definitely a, a common uh, a common situation. Yeah. So, what are some ways that businesses can have value? Um, businesses can have value by the assets that they own or the cash that they gen- that the business generates. Um, you know, businesses are great for creating jobs and creating wealth. And um, that, in turn, has value, has market value. Okay. Yeah. So I, I do really want to get into defining the worth for business. There seems to be two ways to look at worth, tangible and intangible. So how do those two things factor into how much a business can be worth monetarily when it's sold? Uh, good question. Um, you know, certainly using the term tangible and intangible also comes into play when you're dealing with uh, lenders and what they feel is the mm-hmm. value of a business as well. Uh, but tangible um, value is, you know, what are the hard assets of the business worth? The fixed assets like equipment and real estate, um, things such as uh, inventory, uh, maybe um the cash, the, the cash position that, that a bank, or excuse me, that a business has. 
the intangible value is the value of that business over the um, tangible values of mm-hmm. the business. And you know, a lot of times it's referred to as blue, uh, blue sky or um, goodwill. Okay. And is that kind of more like um, like an example of that would be the reputation they have within the community, that kind of stuff? Or Reputation is part of it. Okay. Um, a lot of um, situations that I run into is that we've got, when, I, when we look at businesses and uh, what is that value of business, it's based on the profitability, uh, the cash flow that the business generates, uh, the return on investment that it provides to the owner. Mm-hmm. Um, those t- uh, many times the, the value of that is, exceeds the, um, the value of the hard assets of the business. Mm. Okay. But reputation is a good thing uh, from a marketability perspective and future growth perspective of a business. And that all, um, that's all a positive in uh, enhancing the value of a business. Okay. Yeah, so is the value of a business different for the person who's purchasing it than it is to, say, a bank? Uh, it is from the perspective of, I, I think that they, um, a bank and a buyer can agree that a business is worth um, you know, a certain amount. Uh, the issue comes into play that if the value of the business is above and beyond the, the um, hard asset value, Mm-hmm. then the bank has to deal with a shortage of collateral in right. financing the purchase. Right. So it's like, what if this goes bad, we can't get back anything. Right, right. Mm-hmm. And we get involved in a lot. I mean, we see a lot of transactions where businesses are being sold and being financed by banks uh, that have a lack of collateral. But they'll use a program like uh, the SBA Loan Guarantee Program to... Uh, use that as a, uh, to mitigate the, the risk of uh, collateral shortfall. Yeah, okay. Well, that's really good to know. And I just want to reiterate what I think you do so I'm on the same page. <laughs> <laughs> so you normally, when people come to Northspan and they're getting like an independent um, evaluation, uh, it's because they're, the bank sometimes wants there to be an independent party, uh, making sure that this, the numbers that they have are not made up. You, you've audited it well and say, yep, this is actually true. That would be one of the, uh, one of the purposes of a business valuation is that the bank wants to know, uh, what is, you know what is the market value of this business. Um, and we provide business valuations for a number of other reasons as well. Well, we're going to get into that in the next episode because if you didn't know, Bob is going to be with me for another episode after this called What is a Business Valuation? And so if you want to know more about that, we're going to get into it. <laughs> so uh, I'm super excited about this series. Business Worth is is really exciting to me, I think. <laughs> There's lots of things I don't know yet. So, uh, so how does a person go about making sure their business is growing in value? Well, one of the things is having uh, a mindset that um, you are operating a business with hopefully a positive cash flow. Uh, you know, the situation I see out there with a lot of business owners is they're managing maybe the bottom line to keep it small so they aren't having to pay a lot of taxes. Mm, okay. Um, if you're a business owner looking at trying to cr- um, create more value for your business, um, you have to find that right spot of bringing uh, enough 
profitability or cash to the bottom line mm-hmm. in order to uh, – the more you bring to the bottom line, the better value that you're going to get for your business. But, you know, it's a, you know, it's a balance. You uh, are still need to be concerned about, you know, how much are you having to pay to the taxing authorities as well. Mm-hmm. And certainly I, I try to tell people that, you know, if you're making money – and you have to pay taxes. There's nothing wrong with that. <laughs> That's a good thing, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Do you have any kind of like general rules or like ratios that you always try to tell people? Like, generally, I would try to shoot for this and then this in profit or something like that. You know, it's um, I I have not. Oh, okay. Um, I, I do know that you know um, ratios and multiples are are uh, different for every type of business and mm-hmm. industry um, out there. So it's hard to use just a cut and dried multiple. And I, I try to get people not to think about rules of thumb. Um, mm-hmm. You know, what's my business worth? X times, uh, you know, so much times sales, mm-hmm. so much times uh, uh, cash flow. Because uh, it doesn't reward a business for a business owner for that's doing a really good job. Or it's not punishing a business owner that you know, isn't managing their business as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, that the value should reflect how well they're doing in bringing uh, you know, cash flow, generating cash flow, and, cre- and creating a, a net profit for them. Yeah. So when is it important for a business to, ha- to have value that can be actually translated into like a monetary worth? Is it just when you're getting ready to sell, or are there other areas that it's important? No, I, th- I think uh, you don't want to wait until you're getting ready to sell I think if you're a um, a business owner that is um, you know wants to methodically do things, you don't want to start finding out you know what's the value of the business you know you know uh, less than a year before you decide mm-hmm. you want to sell it. Mm-hmm. It should be part of a planning process that maybe might take uh, you know uh, three to five, five to seven years. Okay. Uh, the nice thing about getting a value early on is that you can uh, you can kind of track it. You can see how you might can uh, impact it with changes in, changes in your operation. Um, then looking at okay, if I bring twenty thousand dollars more to the bottom line, what impact does that have on the value of my business? Mm-hmm. Those are the kinds of things that if you get a business valuation done, at least for us from us, because we show the math. <laughs> Mm-hmm. So they can plug in um, what if numbers mm-hmm. and see what the value would be if they were at a different if they were at a higher level of of profitability. So note to self: plan early. That is correct. Like years, years early. <laughs> yeah, it sounds it sounds like oh my gosh, how far in advance do I have to plan? But at least you know where you're at. Mm-hmm. Um, it's it is a good thing to know what the value of your business is. It mm. may be something that you, you're you going to need to know bef- before you uh, start planning to sell your business as well. Yeah, yeah. So my next question with that is when you're looking to determine the value, what's the first thing you recommend people look at? Uh, well, value, there's, um, I think the, the, the two keys are, um, is your business profitable? Now, um, when I say profitability, uh, you, you have to add things back like depreciation, amortization, interest you might be paying on on uh, debt that you currently have. So it really would be what we call EBIT, uh, EBITDA or okay. you know uh, you know basic cash flow of the business. Uh, 
you know, you might not have a profit one year, but maybe you depreciated some equipment uh, mm -hmm. he heavily. Mm -hmm. um, there's nothing wrong with that. You're adding the depreciation back, and you've got you've got cash flow. But good cash flow is um, something that we look at. Uh, the other thing is what has been the growth rate of your business? Mm. Is um, are the revenues each year growing? Mm -hmm. And um, you know, I, I like to look at over three or five years to see what that growth pattern is. Okay. If you have a continued growth pattern, your industry has a, a good outlook for for growth within the industry. Those are all um, that's a that's a factor in determining. Um, the value of your business as well. Yeah. And this is, I didn't write this down, but this is a, a sub question I have with that. Um, do you ever look at like legislation and how that could affect the future uh, growth of a business industry? You know, there are um, some uh, uh, social service types of businesses that have, have business models that rely on government um, uh, reimbursement mm -hmm. or um, their revenue is derived directly from government. Okay, so yeah, no, that's really interesting. Good information to keep keep in mind. So when someone looks to understand how much their business is worth, what are common mistakes that you see people make? Well, I, I touched base on it a little bit ago, and that was um, relying on, on reading something and saying, oh, my business is worth X number of, uh, you know, so, so much time sales, revenues or um, so much you know so much time sales revenues and maybe plus inventory uh, those those rules of thumbs out there are um, you know they might work and, and give some initial sense in a particular industry but they're not <laughs> they don't they don't transfer well from one type of industry to the next right so okay. it, it's not um, you know I, I try to get people not to think about rules of thumb. Um, you know, we can look up the data for their industry and and find out, you know, uh, we have the data available to us that we pay for. Mm -hmm. uh, and we can come up with some specific uh, information for their business. So I would say keep them away from that. They have to be open-minded about what their the business is worth, too. Um, I, I do deal with a lot of business owners that uh, and it works both ways, but I would say more on the side of they. Uh, a lot of them feel their business is worth more than what the, the valuation comes out at. Oh, okay. And um, but then I've had some that, uh, you know, just not as many, but uh, that are pleasantly surprised, and they go, oh, "Wow, I didn't know my business was worth that much." Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I think there's a lot of people that think maybe in that camp of I didn't know my business was worth that much are also typically the people that are like, "When I'm done, I'm just going to retire and shut it down." Yeah, and, and that's the, you know, um, you asked earlier on, wh why did we get into this? And for us, uh, in the uh, when we work in the area of um, business and economic development, we call that an economic development problem. Mm -hmm. We don't want to see businesses just uh, decide to liquidate and, mm -hmm. and shut down because the jobs go away along with that wealth generation uh, entity, that, that business. Right, yeah. Yeah. And so I think I asked a little bit about the legislation piece, but are there any economic factors outside of the business that play a role in determining uh, how much the worth is? Yeah. Um, and I've actually had a couple businesses that were uh, in an industry that was actually in decline. Okay. And, um, you know, the growth, long-term growth rate that we have to use in developing 
um, capitalization rates, which is something we apply to uh, businesses' cash flow, um, does impact um, the value of their business. If they're, if, if they're experiencing a decline in revenues, if their industry is on decline, uh, the value is going to be negatively, negatively inf- uh, impacted. Mm-hmm. Um, usually we'll have the discussion of how to diversify their Right, their, I was just thinking that. Product like, line, yeah. Oh man, you really have to start thinking about what that diversification looks like right. to retain value right. to right. make sure there's an area for future growth. Yep. Mm-hmm. Wow, you do a lot of things with that. you got to be nimble with what the situation <laughs> is because every situation is different. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's really every interesting. Bi- yeah, every business is unique and every business owner is unique. Mm. So. <laughs> the smile you have with that about every <laughs> business owner being unique. I can tell that there's a lot there. <laughs> so tell me a little bit about like trade secrets and intellectual property. Uh, do those play a role in business value? And it, is it hard to put a number on those things? For the work that we do, it is a, it is hard to put a number on it. Mm-hmm. Um but it does it does come into play in the um, value of a business because it's it's certainly tied to the product or the service that they that they're providing, mm-hmm. and it it ta- talks to maybe the attractiveness of of that product or service, and again goes back to growth. Okay, yeah. And how about employees? Is like the talent within the business. Uh, change anything when you're looking at again i feel that um the employees and the talent that's there uh, has to do with um maybe a couple different things number one who who is this business owner wanting to sell their business to is it going to be their inside um Mm. sale to Mm -hmm. employees Mm -hmm. Uh, so there that's a that's a big positive because um they already know the business. Mm-hmm. Uh, they, in a lot of a lot of cases, are the reason why the business does well. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and again, when I do business valuations, um, it's important too because the employees uh, are sometimes the reason why the business owner's business does as well as it does. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. 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 No, that's really interesting. Um, and. I can tell, like, in the conversations that we've just had outside of this about, like, you have to kind of, as a business owner, if you're looking to sell, sometimes you don't want your employees to know because they're the talent, too, and you don't want them to get nervous about their job security. Yeah, that's definitely a a topic that does come up with business owners is that (laughs) if they do approach us and they go, now, uh, nobody else needs to, in our organization, needs to know that we're having a business valuation done Mm. and what the purpose of it is. Okay, yeah. And... And, you know, a lot of times um, it's a concern that they don't, um, they don't want the employees to know. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's not to harm them in any way. It's just so that they don't get alarmed um, needlessly. Yeah. And the same thing holds true to um, key customers of that, right. of that business yeah. as well. Mm, that's really interesting. So in general, I think that there's probably a lot more under, like, the radar conversations that happen about business um, which is why most businesses, unless they're getting ready to retire, they don't put a sign in the window that says business for sale. No, and they're, yeah, most of them are asking, how do I sell my business? What's the best way to go about it? And it's usually um, within probably an exclusive listing with a business broker that 
isn't going to advertise it. Mm-hmm. They're going to uh, uh, go to, um, you know, a, a group of potential buyers that they know and are going to do it on a, on a pretty low-key basis. Right, right, yeah. Awesome. Well, I have a question about how can people find you? Well, the best way, because, uh, you know, as far as um, I'm not sure who hears this and where they're from, <laughs> but uh, people could go to the Northspan website, and um, my phone number and email are listed there. Okay, and that's northspan.org? Yes, it is. Okay, awesome. Awesome. Well, thank you for being with me today. I really want to go into the gawk portion of this episode. And I know that um, you kind of briefly glossed over this, but you have been in this industry for a long time. Yeah, I don't know. I uh, <laughs> It's it's hitting me that I've, <laughs> I've worked for as long as I've, I have. In fact, um, I'm thinking four years ago when we had some changes in the Northspan organization, uh, I got a promotion. We had a new president come on board, and uh, it was listed in the paper that you know I spent X number of years in banking and so many years, uh, and I've been at Northspan for a long time, over thirty years. Yeah, that's that's incredible. <laughs> I, I had somebody that I knew pretty well that cornered me one day and said, "How old are you?" <laughs> did you just, just yeah, did you start when you were ten years old? Yeah, and, um, they just. Um, I don't know. I, I did add it up. It's, you know, worked for over, over 40 years. So. Wow. Yeah. And did you, I think, did you mention to me you started working when you were 16? Well, yeah, but not, you know, I, if, even if that was at a restaurant and if you include the fact that I used to caddy at a golf course, <laughs> I think doing I, a lot I, of stuff. I've working since I was 14. Oh wow! Okay, yeah. but that's that's amazing to see, like just how how much experience you have, and now you're in this process of um, sharing all of your information with the next generation, right? I am my most my role at work right now, and it's been part of a, a succession process, and in, in our organization is it's mentoring and and knowledge transfer, and mm-hmm. it's really different for me because you know I I don't feel like I'm old enough to. I, I, to, to retire or think about retirement, but I guess I'm there. <laughs> <laughs> well, and that's why I was so excited. I was yeah, like, and I I'm around for no. I'm, it's not like I'm retiring tomorrow, but uh, but well, the light's at the end of the tunnel. Yeah, no, and I was like, I got to get this podcast interview scheduled because I want to absorb all of that knowledge. <laughs> so thank you so much for being with me today. Oh, well, you're welcome. My pleasure. I have really enjoyed it. And if you are listening to this, you should tune in next week because Bob Palmquist is going to be back with me to talk about what is a business evaluation. And I'll see you next week.